You are tuned into a Heads and Tails NFL Injury Report. For each week, we discuss the latest injuries and sports health buzz surrounding the league in an attempt to make football safer to play at all levels. Dr. Wazim Bush provides expert medical insight, while my buddy Josh Boyd keeps us up to date on all current events and provides play-by-play analysis. And my name is Kevin Song, and I provide the perspective of a former player with a passion for changing a football culture that nearly took my life. If this is your first time to the show, I recommend checking out some of the athlete and expert interviews that we have previously published on this podcast. For detailed show notes and videos from this episode, go to headsandtails.org backslash injury reports. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Heads and Tails Injury Report. Uh, You are currently listening to week 18 of the NFL season for 2018, that is. Uh, So that's, we're going to be talking about the last weekend's wild card games. Uh, Josh, you want to start off by taking us through uh, some of those games since I was too busy watching my 600 pound life and uh, 90 day fiance. You don't have any, you don't have any control over the remote. Mm. It's playoffs. It was more playoffs. He's, I was busy. Uh, he's a editing a, man. A, a podcast. Well, so, so was I. I watched, very true. I watched true. all four games. Touche. Touche. Had a couple, uh, had a couple shekels on the games, if you want to say. <laughs> shekels. So, um, those were just whenever there's shekels on the line, I'm going to be watching the game. Ah, did you? No matter what. Did you make? Were you successful? Shekels? Uh, it came out about even. I was two for two. We'll talk about the one which really, really hurt. But <laughs> okay, we'll okay. get into that. All um, right. Well, so start right. it off. We'll go into the games. Um, so first game on Saturday, which was the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans, the six and the three seeds in the AFC. Um, Colts won. So this is going to be the first game this Saturday also where the Colts travel to uh, Kansas City, the one seed in the AFC. Um, Colts jumped out early to a quick 21-0 lead. And Dangerous they kinda, team. They kind of just cruised from there. Dangerous team. Um, Luck did his thing and acted like a dweeb after the game in his interview. There's actually one really funny interview. Um, maybe you can link it up. I'll, I'll, I'll find it on Twitter. He was giving an interview to, I think it was like the Colts – dot com people after the game and he, and he said a curse word and he got like not flustered but you could tell he was so mad at himself um but he was kind of like in the moment it was right after the game and the guy asked him a question and he like slipped and said damn or shit or something <laughs> and he like looks off screen and was like oh he's I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry and was like so clearly disappointed in himself like andrew luck you're just one of a kind one of a kind disappointing but, society but he's a good uh God. but he's a good quarterback um and the way who, he's who, been playing who came last, off an injury yes big injury and yeah. um and i think that's one of the things it, and he said it a couple times this year, like he actually thought he might never play again. So he's a lot more uh, appreciative of everything uh, that they've been able to do this year. Um, from an injury standpoint, uh, we talked about T.Y. Hilton a lot mm-hmm. uh, last week, and he was uh, effective early in the game. I think he, he had a 50 or 60 yards receiving on the first drive alone and set up the touchdown uh, to put him up 7 nothing really early in the game. Um, I think he only ended the game with 80 or 90 yards, yeah. but uh, it was one of those things where they were able to – um, use him uh, so effectively early that it set up everything else they were doing as a, as an offense, which helped. So um, obviously he'll probably still be hampered with it a little bit this week. I don't think it's one of those things that's ever going to go away um, on his ankle. But um, if he can do the same type of thing and get 70, 80, 90 yards and some big catches, um, that'll be big for the Colts. I think uh, Marlon Mack's uh, resurgence has, has been uh, so pivotal to, to the Colts themselves, right? Um, 
you know, uh, I think the three people that caught the touchdowns were were Ebron, uh, Mac ran one in, and then Dontrell Inman had the third touchdown. So, um, you know, I, again, Ty is kind of setting it up. You know, and even that ankle it shows you how how Im- imperative he is to that offense. Um, one, I would say semi-significant injury for the Colts. Um, their starting safety, Mike Mitchell, uh, ex-Steeler. They actually signed him halfway through the season. He was uh, just uh, cut loose by the Steelers at the end of last year and was never signed. Uh, so he was just on the street for the first eight, nine weeks. Colts um, signed him like week 10 and just threw him in the lineup, and he was actually playing really well for them. Um, and he uh, hurt his calf, so he's going to be um, – and they put him on IR, so he's going to be out for the rest of the playoffs, which, uh, like I said, not a huge, huge injury, but – yeah, anytime you lose a starter and a secondary guy oh. against the Colts will be uh, will be a uh, somewhat significant impact. And they, they threw him on IR because there's like no games left in the season. Cor- so correct. I yeah. mean, if they if they get to the Super Bowl, it's three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, three weeks. So it's bad enough that he wouldn't correct. be able to play in. Correct. Three, yeah, it, uh, I'm sure it's somewhat significantly strained, but um, they'd rather have the roster and and knowing that he'd be out probably at that. At minimum, the next two weeks they can use this. They they need a they need a spot for another defensive back. So now the question is, does he make money for this week's game? He he would he'll make since he's on the roster. Yeah. He'll make the playoff bonus exactly regardless of wins wins or loses. So yeah, just keep collecting until they finish. Yeah, I think I think Lux having an MVP like season. If it wasn't for Mahomes, you you gotta. You gotta uh, look at luck for MVP. Correct, and uh, I mean he'll, he'll probably be one of the one of the uh, Vegas leaders going into next year. Because I mean, think about it. they they started one and five, yeah. so they were uh, I think they were the third team in twenty five plus years to make the playoffs after starting one and five, and a lot of it had to do with uh, Andrew Luck hadn't hadn't played, so he was. He, rusty at the beginning of the season his numbers weren't great early on and they weren't throwing a lot because I don't think they knew how his shoulder would get it was going to react to throwing the ball 40 50 times a game um, but going into next year for sure he's going to be uh, he's going to be up there and the Colts are only going to only going to get better so um, and from the Chiefs standpoint so the Chiefs uh, sat at home and watched the game and they have a bye they had a bye so um, they've seemed to be snake bitten in these home playoff games. I don't think they've won one under Andy Reid, And a lot of times they've been favored to do so or been the higher seed, obviously, since they're playing at home. Um, but they have a couple small injuries that they're dealing with that the guys were healing up from. Sammy Watkins has a foot injury and he's missed a couple weeks. Spencer Ware has a hamstring and he's missed four or five games. Um, and Eric Berry, who missed the majority of the year, came back, um, I want to say week 14 or 15, and they had him on a snap count and he was only playing about 20 or 25 or so snaps. Um, he's still dealing with whatever he's been dealing with all year, which we I don't know if we'll know with yeah. 100% accuracy uh, how bad it is or what it was until probably they're done playing this season. But Yeah, they they were talking about him dealing with a Haglund's deformity, which is uh, basically an overgrowth of bone in the back of the, the uh, heel. Um, so basically this, this overgrowth happens and there's a bursa sac in between um, the tendon, which is the Achilles tendon that comes down, and, and the actual bone. And then when you wear sneakers or any type of shoes, it rubs, 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 and causes some inflammation in the bursa, and it becomes super, super painful, and you get a, a whole ton of bursitis. Uh, a lot of times you got to go down, go in there and shave it down, and that's surgery, and then you, 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 you'll miss a week or two from that um, at least. So, uh, you know, they've been trying to rehab them and avoid shaving down that uh, overgrowth apparently. But 
you know, it seems like he's dealing with something more than just that. Correct, because it's been like whatever it's been, it's been this all year. Absolutely. So I mean, if it was cut and dry in the in, already... in, in the preseason, that if it was going to be a procedure that was going to be even two to four weeks, I think they would have just gone ahead and done it. So I think there's something more to this than yeah. yeah but like I said, maybe we'll find that after the season's over. Um, but uh, all, all, all three of those guys I've mentioned are listed as questionable for the game, so we'll see if any of them um, play. I mean, if Eric Berry's 100% healthy and plays, I, he has the most significant impact of any of these three guys. I mean, Sammy Watkins is a fourth or fifth wide receiver for them, and um, Spencer Ware, ever since the whole Kareem Hunt thing, he played for a week or two and had some success, but every running back they put in seems to have success. Uh, their, yeah. their, their third string running back has produced uh, very well in the, in the three games that he started, so... Watkins would definitely draw some coverage, you know what I mean? So it, it would open some things up for probably Tariq Hill to uh, the underroots and so on. So, um, you know, uh, Watkins dealing with that foot, I think he's been dealing with uh, a fifth metatarsal injury too. Greg Olson dealt with that. Greg Olson was out. And they're really tough to kind of um, heal. So... Uh, it, Impact. I, I I really think he he'll be more of a decoy if he's in the game. He'll make a couple of catches, but nothing nothing crazy. But um, you know, I think he just draws draws some coverage, and that's about it. And that'll be his uh, or the Chiefs' game plan with him. I think. So I think that's that's pretty much it for the for that last week's game and this week's game. Uh, should be a should be a pretty pretty good game, I would think. Um, being the first game Saturday with as good as the Chiefs have been all year. Um, and as much as the Colts are coming on. So it could be a, a good made-for-TV, 35-32, lots of points, lots of scoring uh, playoff game, which would be nice um, for the fans. Uh, next game Saturday night is the Cowboys traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. So the Seahawks – Not uh, St. Louis? Not St. Louis, no. <laughs> I got that one right. Um so Seahawks went to the Cowboys this Saturday night for the wild card game. Uh, Cowboys kind of hung on at the end um, and ended up winning 24-22. to A um, couple injuries in this game. One for the Cowboys going forward, Alan, uh, Alan Hearns. Um, I, I got a lot of pub. Oof. Was, I don't really want to talk about I it. I could, like, Oof. feel it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was gross. You, you could, like, see the you, snap. You can hear the snap <laughs> and, I, not, and not even have the sound on. I actually <laughs> – I mean, I – I saw all the clips of it, but I didn't actually watch it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I saw the play. I saw the mechanic of it. But when he was about – when it was about to happen, I, I, I closed my phone. So, so I haven't was, actually seen the break. So for our fans, uh, it basically was an ankle dislocation and uh, fracture. Uh, they relocated the, the ankle on the field. Um, and uh, then transferred him, and he had surgery that night to uh, to kind of fix this. It's very similar to Odell Beckham's junior uh, Od- Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, injury uh, last year. He'll be back. He'll be fine. The <clears throat> I found a Twitter video. The Dav Kleiman he posts a lot of injury videos, mm-hmm. and he it's obviously gross to see like the heads on like the head on as it's happening. But I think what's worse is the off climbing one because you see the aftermath and you literally see his foot like pointing the wrong direction yeah and to me that was like yeah, worse and you see like his teammates looking and like wanting to like vomit yeah. they're like 
Yeah, it's, yeah. It was, that was a nasty one. So, I mean, for as bad of an injury is going forward, obviously, I said the Cowboys won. They're playing again this weekend. For as nasty as an injury was, and that's not a huge impact on them. Um, he's their fourth wide receiver. So, um, it's just – You know, Hearns was impactful in, in Jacksonville. He yeah. had some good years. Yeah. He was a – he was – he had a decent amount of catches, had a decent amount of yards. I think he was even a 1,000-yard receiver once – at least one time with, with Jacksonville. And that's with with uh, Blake Bortles yeah. being your quarterback, right? So, um, it it's interesting that – he really did not have much of an impact this year at all. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, uh, once they traded for Amari Cooper and the the rookie that they have, Gallup, uh, yep. who's more of a stretch-the-field guy, mm-hmm. um, and they already have a slot receiver in Beasley, or they, uh, right. we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, So there really wasn't a true, and he's an outside guy, so there wasn't, he kind of lost some of the snaps, but just due to some other guys. But um, one other injury that had a significant impact on the final outcome of the game Sebastian Janikowski, the kicker for the Seahawks, attempted uh, – it was a a long kick at the end of the first half, so it was like mid-50s, whatever. Um, Probably might have been a little out of his range at this point in his career. Um, And he he pulled his hamstring. and So they didn't have a kicker for the rest of the game. It was like a significant hamstring injury. Because they only had one kicker activated. You got one kicker. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, these te- teams don't carry more than one kicker, one punter. So, the, I mean, the punter can most times can kick in emergency situations. Um, but when the Seahawks uh, scored to go, they were down 10-6, to six, and they scored a touchdown to go up 12-6. They went for two instead of kicking the extra point, uh, made it. And then at the end of the game – Less than a minute left, right? So they were down 24-14, down 10, less than a minute left. Um, after the Cowboys have scored to go up 10, the Seahawks scored a touchdown. So you think, okay, kick the extra point, go down three, onside kick. So they scored a touchdown, and instead of kicking the extra point to go down three, they went for two because they didn't have a kicker. Yeah. Um, which, you know, at the Vegas, you know, at the money, the spread on the game was, Cowboys minus two and a half. <laughs> you know who had Cowboys minus two and a half? This guy. <laughs> this guy had Cowboys minus two and a half. So they go from up being up 10 with a minute and 10 seconds left to giving up a touchdown um, and then the Seattle converting the two-point conversion for the final score ended up being 24-22 Cowboys. Losing me my bet, which easily should have covered. Um, but – Thanks, Sebastian Janikowski, for that. <laughs> um, a couple other injuries of note. Uh, Cole Beasley got hurt uh, early in the game, and he came back and played, I'm pretty sure. Um, high ankle sprain. He, it definitely looked like high ankle sprain, yeah. and he was a it, champ for, I think they, for playing they, that. They taped, they taped it up and yeah. just played it through it. But um, when some of these – and this is the problem with doing that, he hasn't practiced yet this week, so he missed three days of practice. Um, so I – be surprised if he plays and he's a highly impactful player for he them because really he's their third down um move the change third and four third and five third and six and he's their edelman yeah and dax yeah. he's the dax most comfortable with him yeah um so in a big spot that's who he's going to so that that could be a really big thing if he can't play before we move on from the cowboys i feel like we, every week we talk about these injuries where defenders kind of just like put their body weight on the ankles of these guys and you get these injuries. And we say it all the time that we talk about concussions all the time. What can we do to prevent concussions? But 
I feel like you need to equally pay attention to um, lower extremity injuries that kind of happen from these types of plays. I don't know what it is yeah. at right now or what that answer is, but yeah, to me, good. I don't think you should just like ignore it because it's not a brain. No, yeah, I, well, yeah. agreed. But, but you know, there's it, only so much you can do. Right. I mean, in these in these types of injuries, if you look look at the mechanism um, with uh, um, Alan Hearns, you see that the defender just kind of just rolls onto the back of the ankle. He's he's up off his feet, and he's just trying to drag him down. No, I'm not saying know? it's on the defender. Oh, no, no. I'm I, thinking more like equipment-wise or – Yeah. yeah. Uh, so well, they've done the horse collar, and that's mm-hmm. significantly helped with tackles from behind, where if you're inside the nameplate, you're inside the shoulder pad, and you drag someone down. Because that caused a, a, a numerous injuries too. Um, but, like, these guys that are getting rolled up on and the receivers and the ankle injuries um, – even though the, the the mechanism of the injury is the same, um, kind of the how how the play unfolds is different every time. It's not like one thing caught like one action by the defender causes the injury per se. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's just uh, it's it's all different whether it's their shoulder lands on their ankle or their or their legs get tangled up or um, they just they roll into a planted leg. There's no uh, true one thing that you could flag for a penalty standpoint. And from an injury standpoint, I mean, I you can't really protect those ankles while still being mobile enough yeah. to perform. Yeah, yeah. Right. you can't you can't lock them into place and and still give guys the ability to cut and move. And I think that's the bigger point point in that. You know, um, if you lock them in, you might get bigger injuries. You might then start affecting knees. You know. Uh, and then ultimately, you can affect the hips if if the knees are you know joints uh, typically affect the one above and below it. So um, doing a little bit too much might be exactly that doing too much. Um, and then the last injury uh, for the game this weekend, Cowboys at Rams. That uh, wanted to talk about uh, obviously Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was having. Definitely the fantasy MVP of this season, um, if not maybe runner-up to league MVP for Patrick Mahomes. But um, he made their offense go, and uh, he he had, he had a knee injury. He missed the final three games, I want to say, two or three games. So it was either week 14 or week 15 injury, and he hasn't played since. Um, so from from all all accounts, he's going to play this week. But it'll be interesting to see if he's 100%. Sometimes that bye and, and, and obviously the Rams knowing that they were going to have a bye uh, was what I think kind of uh, enabled them to, to hold hold Gurley out yeah. the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, it, it, if he's at 100%, I think the Rams are a pretty, pretty high favorite for this week. But um, if he re-injures it or tweaks it, I, he significantly changes their, 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 their whole offense. So um, just it would be interesting to see what percentage – uh, he looks like he's at. Yeah. I, this game I think he's going to be pretty, pretty good. I think the the adrenaline's going to be pumping like no no other with him. I think this is going to be one of his probably his first uh, playoff game too. Right? Second, yeah, they just the one game last year. Yeah, so you know I think he's going to be amped up for this. Um, and it's interesting because I think Cooper Cup's injury is going to rear its head in this. Probably um, not this weekend, but. Yeah, eventually, I agree with that. Yeah, but we'll see. the The Cowboys are hot, and both teams look like they've got some injuries. But Dak's been losing the ball a lot, and I'm hoping that my Cowboys curse you know, kicks in at some point. I think this is the least competitive game of the weekend. Oh, 
was my strong prediction. words. I strong, think, strong I, prediction. I, I think the Rams are um, win this one going away easily. Yeah, going All away. Right. I'll take that. And just a reminder for the listeners: Cooper Cup tore his ACL, yeah. yeah, and he also had some knee issues going into that game, Correct. which we yeah. talked about yeah. uh, a few weeks ago. All right, now moving on to the Sunday uh, game. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Chargers at Patriots. Uh, staple in the playoffs, Patriot home games, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, So Chargers are going to a New England because they went to Baltimore and beat the Ravens. Um, they were up big in this game. Ravens came back at the end, uh, scored a couple late touchdowns, and, and even got the ball back. Exciting um, game at the end. Yeah, it went from a snooze, a snoozer, snooze-a-palooza, to uh to pretty exciting in the span of about 15 real time minutes. Lamar Jackson threw for as much as I would throw for three for ten for 25 yards in was, three quarters. Yeah. All right. So I mean the biggest not 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 a lot of injury stuff in this game. I mean Melvin Gordon played. Um, Hunter Henry, which we'll talk about a little bit, didn't end up playing. Um, Gordon hobbled off once or twice. It looked like he could just bang knees a couple times, but he was he was he was he was effective. And um, the one good thing about uh, I think for the Chargers that Melvin Gordon missed a couple games this year is they do have it seems like they have a lot of confidence in their other guys. Um, yeah. Austin, Austin Eckler, uh, Austin Eckler who, they, who they who they use uh, a lot of times uh, on the field at the same time as Melvin Gordon, and also they have a rookie running back from Northwestern who, um, when Gordon was out and Eckler got hurt, was forced into action and played pretty well. So now they 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 trust him to go, um, and he got some carries too. Jackson. Um, so the one good thing about guys getting hurt is during the regular season is guys step up and maybe some guys that never would have got a chance, uh, teams have some faith in that now come the playoffs, they can rely on some other guys and they can spell people with people who they trust and they know who they're going to produce. Um, but other than that, not a, not a lot of, um, big injury stuff for the chargers, which is good for them. I mean, the only real question for this game is would if you were the Ravens, would you have benched? Uh, Lamar Jackson earlier when, like Waz said, he threw three quarters. He had 20 yards offense and was sacked a bunch of times. But at the same time, he got the Ravens to the playoffs by winning six out of the last seven. So, yeah, it was – Got to stick with the kid, right? And, and that's, that's, uh, that's what they did. And he and – He, he did, put some excitement together in the fourth quarter. He, hey, he's different to watch. Yeah. I'll definitely say that. The, there's never a play that is over um, with uh, – with, with Lamar Jackson back there. But at the same time, he fumbled He had a lot of difficulties holding on to the, yeah. to the ball. Yeah, so um, – but just watching him play, it's like how is this kid going to be able to play five years, six years, seven years in, in, in the NFL, just through the amount of hits he takes and his body frame. But that'll be, a, that'll be an issue for next year, I think. Um, so for the, for the game this weekend, um, not, a, not, not a lot of injury stuff. We talked about Hunter Henry last weekend where they thought he was going to uh, be activated to play for the first time all year after tearing his ACL in May. Um, he ultimately didn't get activated, but he was activated this week, so it looks like he will play um, for, the, for the Chargers. For the Patriots, they're, they're, they're pretty healthy. Um, we have Devin McCourty, their safety, had a concussion, uh, was – put in concussion protocol after a concussion the last week of the season. He looks like he's going to play. Um, Cordero Patterson, their kind of running back wide receiver, kick returner, do everything, uh, tweak the knee, but he, he looks Which like he's going to play. Contusion. So um, the Patriots are are pretty are pretty healthy going going into this game. So um, I, I think this will be – should be one of the most competitive games of the weekend, and it's just one of those games that Patriots will always, always – Always find a way to win. Belichick, man. So um, that'll be. But again, I think that'll be a pretty a pretty good game from that uh, standpoint. But 
positives that they're not 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 a ton of injuries to uh to go over from that one um and then the last game from last weekend and the last game this weekend also uh eagles went to the went to the bears and uh knocked off the 12 and 4 bears and now they travel to new orleans uh this week for the last game on sunday afternoon um a couple injury things from uh the bears eagles game we talked a lot about eddie jackson pro bowler uh, safety for the Bears, one of their best defensive players. Um, the sniper ankle roll. Sniper ankle roll from three, four weeks ago. After a pick. Um, it looked like he was going to try to play, and he did. Uh, he played the first series on defense and never went back in the game after that. So uh, it seemed like it was one of those things where um, they let him they let him go try it, and then it was uh, he felt he probably couldn't be as effective as he needed to be, um, and he didn't play for the rest of the game. Um, but – uh, this was probably the best game of the weekend last weekend for for sure. Very competitive back and forth at the end. Uh, Eagles converted a fourth down under two minutes left to take the lead. Uh, Bears went right back down the field. And then the the poor lonesome kicker for the Bears, double doink to lose the game. Down 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 one on a 45-second with a 40, 45-yard field goal. But to me, I mean, I think the Bears – uh, coach Bears. Did, did 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 a poor job of clock management. I think they could have gotten 10, 15 more yards and made it an easier field goal um, for the kicker instead. Well, they also had that controversial controversial call at the very end of it too, right? Uh, the pass over the the middle to uh, Anthony Miller that technically is a catch fumble ruled incomplete and the ref picks up the ball so nobody else is picking it up because they ruled it incomplete so yeah they they talked a lot about like kind of blowing plays dead early yeah too often uh this season or at least like recently in the last few weeks yeah like plays are being messed up because refs are blowing it and i and i do feel like that's probably one of the it's it's the easiest thing to second guess as a fan for the ref but at the same time if you're a ref and you're seeing what you think you see and you think the play is over or you think the play should be over based on what you saw, you're gonna you're gonna blow the whistle because the play's over. But and then but when you watch it and it ends up being wrong and you shouldn't have blown it and you can't change it because you did, it's that that's where it, that's you blow it. You blow it. But I think Doug Peterson was watching TV and he decided to um, use that new Pepsi commercial to ice the kicker and he just uh, called the timeout. It was all yeah. part of his master plan. It was. And uh, everybody in the stadium Bar- Barstool put a put up a can. a tweet that you shouldn't feel bad for the Bears kicker because his wife is like a smoke show. <laughs> I still feel bad for him. He's like, yeah, he yeah. he missed a kick, but look this look who he has to go home to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure she's <laughs> It's nice to be coddled by that. Um Back on topic. I'm <laughs> 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 telling you, I, I saw the kick and I saw it missed the kick. So that's my only comment from from the I weekend. I saw the kick, all... but I'm still looking at the wife. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, just it is. <laughs> from a from an injury standpoint for this uh, for this game, uh, Saints and the Eagles. Um, a couple things. Eagles, uh, Mike Wallace for the Eagles is questionable coming into this game. So he actually hasn't played since week two uh, since he broke his leg. He, he signed in the offseason as a free agent with the Eagles. So um, having having not played that long, it would be interesting to see how he kind of slides into the offense, if at all, how many snaps he would play if he's active. But um, yeah, being he, injured for that long. Yeah, he broke his fibula. I mean, you know, he's been practicing um, with the team and so on. 
it's going to take him a little bit of time to get up to speed and get back into the game, but it's going to also take some time to get his timing down with, with his routes yeah. and, and his breaks. He's not going to feel confident. But the one um, thing that he always has had is speed. He's fast, man. So uh, even Mama, if it's, there goes that man. Uh, even if he's seven, eight snaps, and you just tell him to run straight down the field, it'll, it could open some up. And that's and in these types of games, all you need is one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he plays, how much he plays, if it helps the Eagles at all. Um, and then from a, from the Saints uh, coming off their bye week, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries on the offensive line. Um, a lot of guys questionable. Pretty much uh, their entire offensive line is questionable. Correct, and they're and especially their uh, one of some some of their bigger guys, their guard and, and their left tackle, um, their better offensive linemen have been dealing with injuries for the last few weeks. So um, this is going to be huge because since that beatdown of the Eagles, the the Saints' offense hasn't been the same. Yeah, they, yeah. Right. They've been. I, I think there was a stat. They've they've uh, they were scoring like thirty eight a game. And then it went down to about 21 a game um, uh, since beating the Eagles. And that includes Teddy Bridgewater's, uh, you know, kind of doinker of a game. But um, who are you calling a doinker? <laughs> so, and like what I said, I mean, they, the Saints, Saints beat the Eagles five, six weeks ago in, in New Orleans, like, like 48 to 7, yeah. something. It Dude, was, now I got to make this game. explicit. I didn't, what? You dropped an F bomb. No, I didn't. There's it was it was a whisper, but I, I heard it. It sounded similar. Yeah, that might attract a different audience. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> they want a lot to a little. <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. I'll make it explicit, and I'll make the title. Um, what's the kicker of the Bears' name? Cody Park- Parky. Parky. Yeah. I'll make it. Yeah, Parky's wife and I don't know. Josh's explicitives. I don't know. Yeah, you can do better than that. <laughs> Expletives. You can do better than that. Yeah. Um, then, then other than that, we got uh, we got some way to plays. Uh, we got two ways to pl- way to plays. Actually, uh, there's some fines that were broken down in the uh, NFL operations, which I thought were interesting. So, in case people are wondering, with like what uh, penalties are associated with what payment uh, that the players are, I guess they're. They have to pay to the league or to their giant pizza party at the end of the season. No, that wasn't funny. Wait, no, who's uh, having a pizza party? We, what? us? Are we having? A no, party? like the guys pay the fine and it like goes towards a giant pizza party at the end of the season. It doesn't, it doesn't go towards a pizza party. I know, but Nobody think about it. That'd be funny. I mean, All right, Jesus, that was, you guys suck. It's pretty terrible. Um, but basically, if you're just curious to see what penalties are worth, I'll, I'll, I'll the link is in the the blog post uh then we got nfl way to play player of the weeks uh, i'm gonna leave that one up to dr bookish over here uh just because he has such a fine voice and ladies Paris and gentlemen okay gotcha. welcome to the nfl way to play mama there goes that man play of the week week 17 award the nfl way to play award for the final week of the regular season goes to atlanta falcons dt grady jared he was selected by a panel of NFL legends for avoiding landing on the QB with most or full body weight on his hit. Way to go. Way to go, Grady. Um, Josh, have you seen this or you want yes. me to? Okay. Do you want to do it? You can do it. Yeah, I didn't you, see that. You want to do it? <laughs> I mean, basically, he just made a tackle on Jameis Winston. Um, it was a very great form tackle, and he did adjust his body weight as he was going to the ground to kind of land on himself more than on. Jameis Winston, and 
thought it was a great play. And it was a hard hit. It was still like a hit that Jameis Winston probably like won't forget or he'll be like thinking about later in the game, like where is this guy? So to me, it was proof that, uh, you know, you could still hit hard and hit the right way mm. and, not, and not hurt people. So I like that one. It was a good pick. Did it meet my expectations of the week 16? I don't think so. Hmm. But, yeah, week 16 is still my favorite. Week okay. seven, yeah, week 17 was still. Again, we, we, we're getting different tastes. Yeah, it was good. that was good. I like this one. And lastly, from Josh Boyd's Expletive World, world the NFL Way to Play Player of the Week of oh. the first round of the wild card. Oh, wild. Goes to Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle. Antoine Woods for his elusiveness and technique on this tackle from Wild Card Weekend. Anybody want to take it through? Kev, you want to do it again? Um, you want me to do it? Yeah, you do this one. Um, big fella, Al Woods is or Antoine Woods is a big guy. Um, basically, it was just a screen pass to uh, uh, their their running back on on the Seahawks, and he like <laughs> swam around a guy um who's also a big guy so it wasn't that impressive but he did swim around one of the offensive linemen um and it was a very good form tackle and kind of body weight shift to not land full body weight kind of like he was taking like a, down a, a wrap and roll yeah uh, a wrap and roll so it was a uh, it was a very good uh good football play good football yeah. play good football tackle yeah. um very easily could have been something where he wrapped lifted pile drove into the ground if he wanted to he had that ability he could have destroyed the running um, back on this play based on how the game was but he wrapped and um <clears throat> rolled to an extent and uh and they both landed on their shoulder and it was a loss of five six yards and a great play I way did. to play antoine way to play yeah that was that was really good and i will say that <clears throat> i've been saying every week i really do think that guys are changing how they play you know, we don't see these, like, huge hits. And I know when I'm watching, I'm not only just watching the game where the ball is, I'm watching the guys around the ball and how they're making blocks and how they're approaching tackles. And I could see, like, guys holding up and not making certain hits where they could have blown up the guy two, three years ago, where now they're kind of not doing that anymore. So it's it's cool to see. And I think that is a reason why we haven't had, like, a, a week 13 like we did last year with all those injuries and there's been no Sports Illustrated – uh, covers with carnage and all the uh, injuries. So it's but it's, there is Cody Parkey's wife. Yeah. So well, when you said that, I was thinking uh, <laughs> that the, <laughs> the the title could be uh, Cody Parker Parkey's. I won't say Parker. Parker's like more of like a normal name. Parkey's like a pet Explosive name. Explosive Cody Parkey. No, it's Cody Parkey's wife gone wild. Hey, and it's explicitive. I guarantee you people would listen. Explicitive. Yeah. Expli- well, you know, like in iTunes, it has like the little like red E that says like explicit. Explicit, explicit content, right? Yeah. But isn't like explicit is still a word? No, I don't think it is. Expletive. Tomato, tomato. Tomato. I want a sandwich with a lot of tomatoes. You got tomatoes on that? All right, good. Yeah, you better have a lot of tomatoes because I'm going to give you an explicitive. <laughs> oh, Did I say it right that time? Yeah, yeah. I think so. No, expletive. Expletive. Explicit. Oh, explicit. That's all right. Potato, patata. <laughs> Akuna matata. All, all right. right. That's enough. <laughs>